you were in Sunday school, you have heard these professors remind you of them both in words of warning as well as words of encouragement and maybe even a few testimonies. A counselor, a friend, a minister of music, whatever capacity you'll serve in on mission field or here at home, you'll use these two words. And they are trust God. Two single syllable words that you have heard forever but you will discover as time passes how difficult they are to obey. Trust God. Of course I have no way of knowing what the future holds for you. You may lose your home and everything in a fire. You may lose your spouse to an early disease, detected but not cured. You may lose your dreams, your hopes. You may lose a relationship that you have cultivated over the years. All losses are painful. And you will be brought back over and over again to the words of Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. I know, I know, you memorized them in vacation Bible school or when you were growing up at the knee of a godly mother and or father and your lips will move as I quote them, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight all your heart all your ways trust trust Now, we have a problem with this because of several things. First of all, we are too blame self-sufficient. We have learned how to get ourselves out of jams rather than acknowledging the jam 
has very well been either directed or permitted by our sovereign God to teach us. And by not trusting Him, we short-circuit the test and go our own way, getting ourselves out of our own mess. We're too self-sufficient. Another reason we fail this test is because we're too quick to call on others. We have a lot of very capable friends. As life unfolds and you leave this school and you're involved in your church, your work of ministry, your realm of responsibility, you'll meet other people, many of them much smarter than you are, most of them richer than you are, better connected than you are. And some of them will become good friends. And they will become your crutch. They have connections. And when you're up against it, they will, they'll get you through it. Another reason we don't trust is because we feel distant from the God of heaven. Don't feel too guilty about that. So did Job, as godly as he was. And yet Job said, in the midst of all of the loss, though he slay me, I will trust in him. Though he take me off this earth in the process, I leave trusting him. I will trust him. The fourth reason I would name is that we have cultivated the bad habit of worry. Uh, many of you are much better at worrying than you are at trusting. If you were to put together a worry list, it would outrun your prayer list. And you're worried right now about something. Most likely, it's related to something about your schoolwork. Some course, some class, some test. Or maybe your finances. You don't have enough money. I'll give you a word of encouragement. You'll never have enough money. So you're worried now. You're getting good at it so you can carry that with you when you graduate because you won't have enough money then. So you're worried about that. And you do not trust God. See how practical it is? And if you think you're going to outgrow the problem, take it from this old guy today, you won't ever outgrow it. It's like lust. You never outgrow lust. You just learn to fake it. I remember attending a Navigator conference when Lawrence Sandy was president. We were at Glen Erie and they had a returned missionary, I think an 87, 88-year-old gentleman who um, uh, Lauren brought up to the platform, and he's a longtime navigator, and Lauren said, tell me, Dr. So-and-so, when did you conquer lust? The old man said, well, Lauren, hasn't happened yet. You'll never conquer worry. It's part of the flesh. You want to, but the only way you will get 
through it so that you will learn from the test is to trust, to trust. To put the worry on hold, to set it aside, deliberately shoving it away and saying, God, at this moment, I rest in you and you alone. If you're married, God help my spouse and me to trust you. To lean on you, to wait on you, to listen to you, to endure the test with you. I put together a quick list of things that reveal how little we trust. When you choose to to worry, you do not trust. When you try to fix what is impossible, you do not trust. When you hurry ahead and don't wait for the Lord to to move and to change, you, you do not trust. When you lie awake, twisting and turning at night, you do not trust. When you doubt biblical principles and promises that are right here in the book you love and study, you do not trust. When you turn to others first for help, you do not trust. When you listen to human counsel and give a higher priority to that, then the principles you have just learned you do not trust. When you manipulate and maneuver situations, you do not trust. When you step in and take charge without praying and being led by the Spirit of God, you do not trust. When you cling to others in order to feel secure and needed and loved, you do not trust. The list goes on and on. See how easy it is to live in the flesh? How easy it is to disobey trust in the Lord with all your heart? Wouldn't it be a great project over the Christmas season this year to think through Ways that you can begin to trust God regardless. Hopefully it'll be a project that you and a good friend or you and your mate can enter together. What is it we do that keep us from trusting God? And how can we break that habit and watch God break through? ways that we would never have expected. Cynthia and I have a longtime friend who was raised with four brothers in southwest Texas. They were raised on a very poor uh, ranch. They eked out a living. One of the brothers wound up getting into Baylor, going on to UCLA Law School and earning his degree in law and has since become a very fine attorney the Southern California area. We've been friends since the mid-1970s. One of his four brothers stayed at the ranch and developed it, cultivated it. The other brothers moved away, as did our friend. And the one who stayed 
along with his wife, really turned the ranch into something much more successful. Grew crops that worked, got cattle, bred them, sold them, little by little, kind of got on their feet, and finally became pretty much financially stable. Then the fires of 2011 across Texas swept through their area. And they came to that ranch. By now they knew they would lose all, all the cattle. They simply opened the gate and amazingly those animals know where to go. Usually know where to go to find shelter and safety. And they fled. Hundreds of them. And they barely left, unable to get anything, much of anything in their pickup, and they drove away. Came back a number of days later when allowed to enter this territory, and uh, everything was melted. Everything. Even the metal roof on the shed, on the barn, had melted down and sort of peeled its way over and and what it landed on it kind of was the, that metal profile is everything is lost all possessions all pictures thankfully no lives strangely the cattle got back and were clustered around in a herd around an enormous oak tree and they were able to to get them back of course the fence had burned so that has to be rebuilt. And they said to one another, we realize at that moment our faith would either kick into action or we would move far away from the God we had loved and served. They chose the former. They determined they would rebuild. They're in the process right now. Living with a brother, putting house and home back together, having lost it all. And the Lord taught me through my shameful response. He'll win this battle. Trust Him. Trust me. Trust God. Just to rest upon His promises. Just to know. Help me. 
for me and the things he's done through me and in me more than anything else because he changed my whole life. Yeah, any man be in Christ. If you in Christ Jesus, you are a new creature. Old things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. But you got to be in him for this to take place. A lot of times we're struggling with that old thing. Because we have not fully accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior. And we constantly need to go back to the drawing board. We constantly, constantly need to go back to the altar and make sure we have Jesus. Because without him, we can't make it. And without him, we can't see God. Hallelujah. And we're all hoping and praying to one day see him. Hoping and praying one day to go back with him when he comes. But it takes something to get something. And I know people have said, oh, salvation is free. No, it's not. <laughs> Woo, nothing is free. Jesus paid a, the ultimate price. Because he became the ultimate sacrifice. He paid a great price for us to receive him, to us to receive God. Suffered. Um, okay, Brother Louis, God bless y'all. Pray all go well today. Suffered, hung, bled, died, conquered all roles with all power. But that suffering was not an easy thing, but he endured it. For us, for us. And many times the things we are going through is not for us, it's for someone else. It's about the testimony that someone else will hear, that you've gone through and endured. Yeah, and daily the devil is coming. And the more you desire God, the more the devil is coming. Last weekend I got a chance to spend some quality time praying. Not too long after that. Here come the enemy. But then right after that, God began to roll the curtain back and show me everything. I'm like, okay, Lord, I got it. I'm on my way. I got it. <laughs> He's that kind of God, but we got to draw close to him in order to hear from him. Open our spiritual eyes in order to see what he's showing us. If not, we'll miss it. Sometimes we'll end up in deep trouble. We'll end up in places where we never wanted to be. Because we really didn't pay attention. Hallelujah. Grateful, grateful. God bless you, Brother Louis. Grateful unto Almighty God that he's on my side today in spite of me. And uh, we're going to pray. And uh, after prayer, we're going to talk about feelings right quick. I'm waiting on our guest to come in, Apostle Sarah Duncans, uh, out of Newark, New Jersey. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, Sarah, and I go way back. I've been to Newark and New York with her and church with her. Oh, we've had some wonderful times. Yeah, she got a prayer line early in the morning, been on the prayer line. That's how I met her. And uh, a friend of ours, a deacon, he passed away. He was, he was a radio host uh, in the state of Texas. And, uh, yeah, we go way back. And I thank God for her. So I asked her to come this morning, and she said she would. But she worked in the school system, so I have to give her a few minutes to get in here. But we thank God for his word today because everything going down. But the word of God. You can have anything else you want to have. But if you don't have his word, uh-uh. Whatever you got going on is going down. Hallelujah. Let's pray. 
Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you this morning thanking you for another day. Father, we thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for waking us up this morning, clothed in our right minds. We thank you for the use and activity of our limbs. Again, we thank you for life, health, and strength. We come bow down boldly before the throne of grace this morning, Father, to make our petition known unto you. We bring our feelings before you today. And Father, we you gave us these emotions, and Lord, we ask that you would work it out in us. That God, all our feelings would be towards you and what pleases you and what's right before you and the things that you can accept. Help us today, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. That which we speak out our mouth, let it come from our heart. Father, let our heart and our lips line up together. Without you, we can't do it. We need you today. And Father, we're willing to accept it from you that we can get it done so that we can do the things that please you daily. Father, I bring you a call and every listener before you this morning, asking that you would bless these, your people. But whatever shouldn't be, we ask that you would take it out this morning. Remove it from the minds and the hearts of us. And Lord, renew the right spirit within us today. Let this mind be in us that was also in your son, Christ Jesus. Father, we ask this in the name of Jesus today. We need you. We can't make it without you. And Father, this morning, I ask that you would bless every household represented here. Bless our family and our friends, near and far. Moved by your spirit today, God, with uncommon miracles in our lives of spiritual things. God, we need your spirit more. We need more of you. We need more wisdom, more knowledge, and more understanding, and more daily walking according to it, according to your will and your way. Help us this morning to become real in you. In the name of Jesus, we thank you this morning. Father, touch and heal those that are sick, those that have mental health issues. God, those that are struggling with emotions and feelings and all these things, God, we ask this morning that you would work it out in them, that you would make it clear unto them what you would have them to do in the name of Jesus. Bless this morning, O oh God, that we all would bring our flesh under subjection. Kill this flesh. Let it die so that the spirit of God can live in us. Help us today, Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, you heal every manner of sickness and disease. Do it this morning for your people here. We are dependent on you. We can't heal ourselves. We need you today. We need your healing power. Or we ask it in the name of Jesus. And Father, bless those that are incarcerated, those that are in every branch of the military, widowers, bereaved families, intercessory prayer people, preachers, Israel, Jerusalem, our brothers and sisters everywhere overseas. Father, America and the leadership of America, bless today as only you can do. You know what's best for all of us. And strengthen us, God, <clears throat> as you have your way, Jehovah. Strengthen us as your people, that, Father, we'll stand for you. In the name of Jesus, we ask it all this morning. Amen. Father, we ask that you would bless the segment of Jesus in the morning. Have your way here. Feed us until we want no more. Move by your spirit here today. Bless Sarah Duncan as she come in. Send her with a right now word. God, give us all clarity of what you're speaking here today. 
In the name of Jesus, we ask it all. Amen and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for hearing. Father, we thank you for answering. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you for your healing this morning. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you for all you've done. Thank you for what you're doing right now. And Father, we thank you for what you're going to do. Great and mighty things for your people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This morning, I wanted to um, talk just a little bit about feelings. Because sometimes we get caught up um, into some things we shouldn't. Sometimes it's the way people have been for years. They've been that way. Uh, but sometimes they're trying to come out of this thing. And sometimes it's like the devil come and he used people. And how many know he come to kill, steal, and destroy? So he, he, he's got tricks all the time up his sleeve. So the word teaches us to guard our heart. The word teaches us to be careful. And so I was looking at Jeremiah chapter 17 and verse 9 in dealing with feelings. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. And it also says, who can know it? I've seen men come and try and trick women. No love for them, just want to use them and go on, get what he can, and he's gone. And it's not just one woman, it's many women. I've noticed the same thing with women now, it's vice versa. I've seen men that they had a wife, had a good wife, and she was on a good path. But the same thing with the man, he had a, I mean, a woman, she had a good husband. He was on the right path. But they come in and did some things that triggered that, that altered that. They, they, they wouldn't work. They wouldn't support the family. They didn't have no time for her or for him. It was all about them and what they felt they wanted. Feelings, feelings. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? That wife or that husband didn't have no way of knowing that you was coming in being deceitful. You played the part until you got in. You act as if you love them, you care for them. It's all about you. I wind and dine you. I took you places. I did. But as soon as they got in, the real them, that old deceitful one with the deceitful heart, come out. Because they allow the enemy to use them. They allow the devil to use them to do evil against the wife or the husband. And sometimes when you first meet somebody, oh, they're the best thing since sliced bread. But as you get on in there and you get to know them, it'll get worse and worse. And we have to guard our feelings. Can't let your feelings just go out. You got to guard it. <laughs> This is why people get too far out in the same sexes with the same sexes. Nobody's guarding nothing. This is what I feel. This is what I'm going to do. This is who I am. No, that's not who you are. 
God made you male or female. It's your choice. It is your choice. Because if you stay on the altar long enough, God will deliver you, but you don't have the patience to stay on the altar. You don't want to be delivered. You feel like it's your thing. You're going to do what you want to do, stealing, stealing. Sometimes we feel a certain way about somebody because of the way they look. Oh, I can't get with her. She just, child, she look evil. She look mean. Nowhere near mean. <laughs> Nowhere evil, nothing evil in her heart. If you speak, she's going to speak back. If you try to befriend her, she's going to befriend you. But your feelings told you that you're looking and you're feeling with yourself. And your feelings told you that she was evil and wicked, mean, full of the devil. None of that was true. But this is what Jeremiah said, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Nobody but God. He knows the very intent of our hearts. In, in 1 John chapter 3 and verse 20, it says, but if our heart condemn us, listen now, if your heart is condemning you, God is greater than your heart and knoweth all things. Wow, look at this. But we think we're doing some sneaky behind-the-scenes stuff and nobody knows it. It says, and knoweth all things. God knoweth all things. And sometimes we're trying to trick the person, but the person really knows. God has spoken, and he would allow them to go on, and then that great and notable day come when he says, enough is enough, cut it off. You've been there long enough. you tried to help them long enough. They don't really want the help. They're working with their feelings. They they enter their feelings. And no matter what you tell them, they're not going they, they to, uh-uh. If so, let them work on it with me. You get out of the equation and let me work on them, and they come to me to be worked on. You don't need to be in there. I'm the deliverer, not Barbara. I have to back up. <laughs> I have to walk away. I have to let go. God has spoken. Again, 1 John chapter 3 and verse 20 says, For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. Sometimes our heart condemns us. We know we're wrong. We know we're not for the right thing. But we're going to try to sneak and creep and ease it in anyway. It says God is greater than our heart. So if, if the heart, my own heart is condemning me, how much more would God condemn me? Because he knows all things. Again, he knows the very intent of my heart. Looking at Proverbs 28 and 26, he that trusts in his own heart is a fool. But whoso walketh wisely, he shall be delivered. I got to read that one more time. Proverbs verse 28 Chapter 28 and verse 26. He that trusteth in his own heart is a fool. But whosoever walketh wisely, he shall be delivered. Well, what's that walking wisely? We're going to walk according to the word of God. I can't trust myself. I got to trust God. I got to trust his word. 
the more I pray and the more I decide to obey his word, the, the better I become at trusting God. Because, see, some people can't trust. Barbara, I hear you talking, but, see, Barbara, you don't know what I've been through. My own daddy touched me. My, my parents didn't keep me safe. They didn't protect me. They didn't show me love. I've never been hugged by them, Barbara. I, I, I was never had any touchy feeling things through them. I, I, I got in a relationship with man after man or woman after woman, and all happened to me is I was abused until I got to the point of where I said no more. If it was a woman, she said, I'm no longer going to deal with a man. If it was a man, he said, I'm no longer going to deal with women. These are the people that hurt me. But the flesh is raging. The eyes is lusting. God talks about the lust of the eyes and all this stuff in your flesh. So we have to be careful. (coughs) Excuse me. I'm talking to the believer this morning, the Christian, the saints of God, the people of God, those that say, I got Jesus, he's mine, and and I'm his. If this is really true, you're seeking him. You're not seeking what he can give you. See, he's a prayer answering God. He's a God that wished that none should perish. He don't want nobody going to hell. He's kind, he's merciful, and he's loving. Yes, he is. All of this is unconditional. He loves us in spite of us. He knows that man come from a wicked place. In sin, our mother conceived us. God already knows this. So guess what happens? He's there for us. But we got to treat him right. We got to want to treat God right. We don't want to treat him the way we keep treating people. Because we are users. We are used people. We'll get all we can from people. We'll do this to people. We'll trick people. We'll lie to people. We don't want to do that with God. Because again, this morning, he knows the very intent of our hearts. He knows what we're all about from day one. Looking at Proverbs 14, 12, and 13, this is what it says. There's a way which seemeth right unto a man. But the end thereof are the ways of death. The end thereof is destruction. Listen, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Oh, I'm all right, Barbara. You don't understand that. Nobody can live that deep that you talk about. No, no, nobody can do it. Oh, but you can. Jesus came and proved we all can do it, but the choice is ours, and we're yet talking about feelings, because we can't serve God for feelings. We can't serve God because it's boring. We can't serve God because it, it don't make me hyped. We can't serve God because it don't feel good to my flesh. I'm sure it didn't feel good to Jesus taking every strike. He took a beating for the healing of the nation. Beat him all night long, I believe, and then made him carry his own cross up Calvary's hill. Got finally him and the man 
that they chose to help him carry the cross later on. Finally, because he was too weak, got him up to Calvary's heel, stretched him out with the nails in his hands and his feet. Do you think that was easy? We're not being crucified like that, and we don't want to give up nothing for God. We don't want to give up not one wicked way. We want to try to convert the wicked way into God and say stuff like this, God know my heart. And I, and I want to tell you this morning, that is so true. He knows the very intent of your heart. And this is what he say about them kind of people. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? But if our heart condemns us now, because your heart going to condemn you, it's going to tell you you're not doing right. It's going to tell you you're wrong right there, and you know you're wrong for that. It'll tell you. Our heart condemns us. God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. He knows your heart. He knows what you're thinking. He knows your plot and your plans. He knows the wickedness you got going on. Proverbs come back and say this, he that trusted in his own heart is a fool. But whosoever walketh wisely, he shall be delivered. If you're walking according to this natural heart and what you're feeling, you'll mess around and be destroyed. Because you haven't given your heart to God, you're still holding on to it, walking around, picking and choosing who you like. Picking and choosing who you want to be with. Let God. Mm -mm. We don't let go at all. We keep holding on to it. And keep telling God what we want. He's trying to show you what he can give you, but you don't want until after a while. He said, well, okay, let me let me work this out and go on and give this to them. Because there's a way to seem right to a man, but the end thereof is death, is destruction. Yeah. Proverbs chapter 12 and 15 says, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes. Of course it is. It's not right in nobody else's eyes, but his own. He's a fool. But he that hearken unto counsel is wise. If you pray, you're going to hear from the Lord if you have the patience to wait and allow your heart to remain faithful unto him and seeking him and getting in his word. A lot of times people don't want to get into the true word of God because they truly don't want to change. Not for real, for real. I want to change enough on the surface and go to church and feel like I'm doing something to God. I want to say thank you, Jesus. I want to say thank you, Lord. But that's that's about it. I'm not going to be in deep into the word of God so he can deliver me through his word. That word is sharper than any two-edged sword. Out of you what shouldn't be in you, but you got to get in it and let it get in you. The word of God, which is Jesus. He's still the word today. Isaiah 41 and 10 says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yeah, I will help thee. Yeah, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. But we don't believe that enough. 
It's taking you too long to deliver me. It's taking you too long to bring this thing out of me that I don't want in me. It's taking you too long. I got to move on now. So because it's taking you too long, I'm going to revert back to where I was. I'm going back to where I was. I'm going back to drinking. I'm going back to shooting dope, smoking dope, snorting dope. I'm going back to horn. I'm going back to committing adultery. I'm going back to laying with men uh, uh, that I'm not married to fornicate. I'm going back woman. I'm a woman laying with women. I'm a man laying. I'm going back because it's taking you too long. I need that instant thing. I need you to do it right now, and he will. But I try to come to make us strong, and some of us, we don't want to go through no kind of test. Test? No, I don't want to go through that. I just want it poof, and I'm delivered. No, it wasn't poof. You got that way. I was born this way. Well, you must be born again. You done got with the wrong people. Let them trick you out your blessing. And instead of being delivered, you got deep into the foolishness. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yeah, I will help thee. Yeah, I will uphold thee with my right hand of my righteousness. The earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. God made everything and everybody, including that devil. He's got all power. But do you give him a chance? Well, you don't understand, Baba. You got to have patience working with him. And you got to have a well-made-up mind. Wait on him. He's coming. Second Timothy 3 and 5 says, Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. For such turn away. Having a form of godliness. Many have got that. In the church with a form of godliness. Singing in the choir with a form. Serving on the deacon board, the usher board. Some churches have what they call deaconesses. Mothers of the church. And have a form of godliness and denying the power thereof. I don't care where you're at and what you say, I'm turning away from you. I can't hang. I don't want to hang out with you. You got two heads on your body. And neither one of them spiritual. Both of them is natural. And it's messing you up. The spirit is indeed willing, but your flesh is weak. You're not going to allow God to deliver you fully. You're going to play around with it. You're not going to set yourself aside, ask God to consecrate you, and set yourself aside until God moves. You're not going to do that. Before you spend that quality time with God, you'd rather go out somewhere doing something. I'm going to the park. I'm going to ride and look at the water. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to do that. I'm going to go eat. Give God half time, partial time, but we want the full blessing. We got to sell out to God with our whole heart. Mind and everything. 
having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away, he said. Proverbs 29 and 11 says, A fool uttereth all his mind, but a wise man keepeth it in pure afterwards. We don't tell everything. Y'all hear a lot, you hear me say a lot of stuff, but I don't tell you everything. <laughs> he said, a fool utters all his mind. All I know, I'm going to tell you. All I've been through, I'm going to tell you. All I got, all I'm going through. Now I can't do that. All the work, I'm called to a great work, but I can't tell you about all the work I do. Yeah, some people try to figure it out. Is she always at the prison? What that means? None of your business. I have prison pen pal ministry. I have prison visiting ministry. Find yours. <laughs> Find out what your ministry is. God is good and I love the work. I can't lie. Some days I'm tired. I came in the other day. I was so tired I could have laid on the kitchen floor. But guess what? Oh, I, I enjoyed it. I loved it. When I woke up, I remembered it, and I would thank you. Thank you, Lord. The weekend, he blessed me to rest. Blessed me to pray. It looked like it had been a long time since I had did all of this. Because, see, the enemy was working. He come to kill, steal, and destroy. It's Jesus come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And see, that's what he was doing the weekend, reminding me and putting things in place and showing me. I call you to a work. You started running this race well. What happened? Then I'm trying to show him and tell him, what? no, 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 no. Calm down. I got this. And when I get through, I'm fixing this. I'm like, Lord, I thank you. And he did just that. Ephesians 4 and 18 says, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their hearts. I, I, I want to go look at this. Ephesians 4 and 18. Can we go look? Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I like this kind of carrying on. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 18. All right, I passed it somewhere here. Come on, Ephesians. I started to say, start with an E, Barbara. Woo! <laughs> Let's see what he's talking about here. I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. If he saved you, he called you. With all lowliness and meekness, with the long suffering, forbearing one another in love endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. Verse 5 says, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. Verse 6 says, one God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. That, 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 this is those that accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And now there's no condemnation if you're walking in him, but you got to be walking in it. Verse 7 says, but unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. 
Oh, I thank him for grace. Hallelujah. Verse 8 says, Wherefore, he says, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Verse 9 says, Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? Ah, oh, yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. We move it on. We move it on. Verse 10 says, he that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. 11 says, and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Verse 12 says, for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. 13 says, till we all come in unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the statutes of the fullness of Christ. 14 says that he, that we henceforth, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the sleigh of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. Got to be careful. 15 says, but speaking the truth in love, but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him and all things which is the dead, even Christ. Truth. If you love somebody, you're going to tell them the truth. You lie. You won't hold back. They need to know how you feel. They need to know how you think and whether they like it or don't like it. But it's the truth. Hallelujah. And because of love. For God is love. Thank you, Jesus. 16 says, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compact by that which every joint supplies, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, maketh increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. Hallelujah. 17 says, This I say therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk, in the vanity of their mind. This is why we pray, let this mind be in me that was also in Christ Jesus. Lord, I want to be like your son, Jesus. Strengthen me as you take me through the lessons to teach me to be like Jesus. And with this, 18, having the understanding darkened. See, somebody came and, and did something. You, you were doing good. And what you understood started getting dark or you started losing it. Being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them. Those who alienated you, those who bring in the darkness to you after the true men and women of God done preached the truth to you, you don't want to hear that. You want to be alienated. Because they're ignorant and bringing you some craziness about God. Because of the blindness of their heart. And they just want people to follow them and do whatever. 
but no love is there. No truth is there. A back to this, there's a way to seem right to a man, but the end thereof is destruction. Listen, who being past feelings, past, P-A-S-T, feelings, have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to work all uncleanness and greediness. For ye, but ye have not so learned Christ. If so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitfulness, lust. To the deceitful lust, I'm sorry, deceitful lust. Put it off, he said. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. See, everything starts in that mind. You can have a renewing of your mind. You can get in the word of God and believe it. And if you believe it, it's going to start giving you a different way of thinking. You're going back to God. Many backslid. Many left God. Preachers left God for women. Pastors left their wife and God for a woman because the way she looked, the way she shaped, what kind of hair she had. Going to let this thing take him to hell. Women left their husband for muscles, a six-pack. His hair was cut right. His height was right. But nothing, no good thing was in him but a deceitful heart. But she was going to go to hell for this thing. And that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Oh, folks don't want to hear that holiness part. Oh, no, what is she talking about? Is she talking about the holiness church? Oh, no, we don't want none of that. Oh, yeah. So, look, I just wanted to run that by you this morning. Feelings. Guard your heart. Get straight with God. Go back to the altar and make sure you got what you thought you got the first time. God is not just about money, stuff, and things. He wants us walking according to his word daily. In 2022, we need God like never before. I've never needed him as much as I need him right now. Always needed him, but I see the importance of my need today in God. Hallelujah. Time out for playing church and all these games and coming up with all these ideas and we begging folks for money and trying to get money. I let it go a long time ago. He's a supplier of need. He's my shepherd and I shall not want. Every time I turn around, he's opening a door for me. He's making a way for me because when your ways please God, he won't withhold no good thing from you. I'm telling you the truth this morning. But we got to let go of this flesh, let it die, so Almighty God can live in us. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things passed away, and behold, all things has become new. If you still see yourself sinning, you still see yourself coming up short, go back to the altar. Renew yourself in God. Renew yourself in his word. We know not a day, not an hour, but he's coming back. He's looking for his people without spot or wrinkle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I got you, Pastor Don, Apostle Duncan. 
give me one minute. Let me get this one request out, and I'm coming right right at you, and I turn the mic right over to you.
all day long. Jesus in the Morning Radio with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Miss Dark and Norwood, where there's a praise in the temple. Hallelujah. Uh, we, give, we give him praise today. He's more than worthy because, see, he can bless us with uncommon blessings. He can give us uncommon miracles. So he's more than worthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good morning to you, Pastor Duncan. God bless you this morning. Good to see that 908 number. How are you? Good morning. God bless you, woman of God. How are you? I am good over here. Can't complain today. <laughs> I hear you going off over here. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. <laughs> God is so oh, good. Yes, Lord. Thank God. Yes, he don't change. He don't change, and he won't change in us, Sarah Duncan. He going to remain the same in us. You hear what I say? So I, I hear what you say. <laughs> so look, I'm turning the I'm turning the floor over to you this morning. All right, okay. Listen, I'm just I'm just gonna um back up what you were saying. Glory to God. Right. This morning I came in, praise God, at the end. Amen. And I thought about it. I said, Oh God, she's going right into it. Praise God. But listen, let me first um uh, wish you um Another 12 years of serving the Lord on this radio show. Uh, you know, 12 represents the spirit of government. Thank you. And so we thank God for 12 years of anniversary. Yeah. And uh, it, it is indeed a pleasure, praise God, to even to just serve God in that capacity, yeah. uh, just going on the air every day and being yeah. steadfast, unmovable, always yeah. abounding in the word of the Lord. And so I, I, I congratulate you this morning. And I pray God give you 12 more years and, and more years to add on. Praise Amen. God. And I thank God for it. And I thank God for all your supporters that are coming globally. Glory to God to hear you every day. Praise God. Getting up every morning at this time of hour, uh, it's not easy. Glory to God. And you know I know. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. But, uh, but when, when, you, when, when God is giving you a charge, you got to ah. keep that charge and keep moving. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. And so I just want to touch bases with you today. Glory to God. I pray those, those that are hearing today because it seems like everybody that I'm dealing with, praise God, is coming back on the same page. And the Bible says we all should be speaking the same thing. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And uh, I just wanted to touch bases with you this morning just for a few minutes. Uh, glory to God. Amen. Um uh, if you have your Bibles, Romans 12 and, and 1, because I believe people have gotten a little sidetracked since we've been in this uh, pandemic, and I don't want to go about the pandemic. We don't talk enough about that. Let's get to the word of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Uh, it's amazing how I'm looking at things, uh, praise God, and, and I'm just I'm just looking to see that God is just moving in a different direction, and we're trying to bring God back into the old well, God is trying to move forward. Yes. Amen. Praise God. And uh, I'm going to talk to you out of the book of Romans and also out of the book of Acts because I believe the church has gotten so far away from it. That, like you said, we need to go back to uh, back to the altar and seeking the face of God. And Paul said this, that you've got to present your body as a living sacrifice. And he says, listen, in the book of Romans, glory to God, he says, Romans 12 and 1, he said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice. He said, holy, 
acceptable unto God, which is what your reasonable service. God wants a demand, glory to God, on the body, on your body. And God is not interested only in your spirit, but he's also interested in your body, using your body as a servant. Well, listen to this. We can't go there until we begin to recognize, glory to God, what it's going to take for us to be able to present this body. Mm -hmm. Amen. We can't present this body to God any kind of way. Amen. Praise God. Now, I was teaching, and I'm still doing some teaching on it, talking about um, the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. And what is it? The the question came up, what is the baptism? It's the second encounter. Glory to God with God. The first is conversion. And, and, And we as Christians, we got to begin to receive the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit into our life. And the Bible said that Jesus, he promised this power to the disciples when he said, you shall receive power. When? When the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be my witness in Jerusalem, and in what? Judea, Samaria, and to all the end of the earth. That's the book of Acts 1 and 8. Glory Mm -hmm. to God. Amen. And so therefore, listen, this promise was fulfilled the day, let's say, at the Pentecost, when the Holy Ghost fell on 120, glory to God, that gathered in what in the upper room. Let me tell you something. God's got a, a way, praise God, or a place designed just for those that want to receive this power. Mm-hmm. Amen. But Amen. Paul said, but you got to present this body. You got to present this body. Come on. Huh? To God. But like you said, we can't come any kind of other any other kind of way. We can't present this body any other kind of way and, and looking for some good results. It's not gonna happen. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. This body's got to be what you got to be a living sacrifice and being yeah. baptized, having mm. that second encounter with mm. God. And let me tell you something, woman of God. Not only that, people have stopped communicating with God. Mm-hmm. There's no more communication. Glory mm-hmm. to God. You know why? Because if it was, we would see things different. Yes. Glory to God. We wouldn't be seeing the same old thing that we've been seeing way before this pandemic started. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why the benches are still empty because, glory to God, we're still trying to do the same old thing that we've been doing. Glory to God. We've called for conferences. We've called for men's conference, women's conference, breakfast, and everything. But nobody has called for a shut-in. And Come I on. believe, praise God, the woman of God, that it's time for us to go back to the old yes. landmark. Well, I right. think it's time for us to go back and tarry for the power of the Holy Ghost because he promised it to us. Mm-hmm. And we that know the way, praise God, supposed to teach transgressions their ways. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. Amen. We got to call Amen. for the altar call. I'm getting ready to do a shut-in, woman of God. <clears throat> I'm getting ready to stir up the fresh batch of oil, glory okay. to God, on the altar and send it out as the Spirit of God leads. Why? Because people need Glory to God. Amen. And a touch from God. They're mm-hmm. looking for something, and they're looking for signs and wonders, but we're not going to see the woman of God until mm-hmm. we turn our place down with fasting and praying. When those yeah. disciples went out trying to cast out demons and raise the dead, they had no power. Mm-hmm. When you're going out there trying to do something without the power of the baptism of the Holy Ghost, them demons will whoop you. And yes, not only indeed. that, Lord, you take them demons home with you. Ah, come on, here. 
That's why we got to present this body a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God. That's our reasonable service. That's something that we should be doing on a regular basis. Amen. And that's why Jesus told him, he says, look, you shall receive power when, when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Right. Glory to God. And he said, you're going to be my witness. That Listen, that witness is not going to come until we begin to receive the Holy Spirit, until it mm. comes upon us. Huh? Mm. Glory to God. Mm. Not only just here in Irvington or, or New Jersey or down in Florida. No, he said, where? To the end of the earth. Let, let me yeah. tell you something. When the know. Holy Ghost, when the real, let me say this. When the Holy Ghost, like my daughter would say, my oldest daughter, would say, she said, when the real Holy Ghost come into church, let me tell you something, it's going to fall on everybody. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be standing around, praise God, looking to see who's shouting and dancing. Uh-uh. When the Holy Ghost comes, it's going to fall on everybody. everybody. Everybody's going to feel the power and the, almost, listen. Huh? Come on. So this was the promise that was fulfilled. Uh-huh. At Pentecost, when the Holy Ghost fell on, it didn't fall on just one. It's, uh-huh. The Bible said it fell, fell on what? 120. They gathered in the upper room. So if, if they gathered in the upper room, and there was 120 of them in that upper room, that that designated place, because they had mm-hmm. to go to a place, they had to go up in a place to receive what he had for them. Glory uh-huh. to God. So if it fell on them, glory to God, why is it not falling in the church like it did on the Come day on. of Pentecost? Let me shut up. Come on. Huh? Come on. Mm. Huh? Mm. They were all filled. And listen, we said we all feel the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. And begin, the Bible said, begin to go upstairs, look in my room, and begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them what? Utterance. Utterance. Acts chapter 2 and 4. Huh? Mm-hmm. As the spirit gave, not as your flesh gave. No. Everybody's trying to outdance everybody with this new shout they got. I don't know why. They need to go somewhere and sit down, woman of God. Huh? Because God, God's looking for, he, listen, God wants a demand. Yeah. He wants a demand, glory to God, on the body, not only on your body, but in your spirit. Mm-hmm. He, wants, he wants to present this body. We got to give this body over to the Lord. Yeah. Glory to God. Personally, this is a personal encounter. He said, I want you to be that living, that living sacrifice. Means, but this is something we got to be uh, doing on a, 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 a regular basis, continuously sacrificing our bodies over. So the power, yeah. so when we go up, glory to God, into the house of God, and we've sacrificed our bodies with fasting and praying, when the anointing fall, it's supposed to fall on, listen, not only the believers, but the sinners too. They'll come Amen. and run and get saved. Amen. Huh? Amen. But there is no anointing. Why? Because there's no more con- We don't lost conversation with God. Mm-hmm. We're too busy, we too busy profiling and styling. Mm-hmm. See, that's going to mess somebody up right there. <laughs> we, too pre- we too busy profiling and styling, trying to look good. Uh-huh. Hmm? With no power. No power. Hmm? The second experience of the power of, of God, which was called the baptism of the Holy Ghost, it, it, it has a purpose. What's, this, what's the second part of that? The baptism of the Holy Ghost came to equip us for Christians, mm-hmm. for the power to serve God and to mm. serve those that need to be served. Glory to God. Mm-hmm. That, that, that spiritual baptism, glory to God, it came from Jesus himself. 
in which he will begin to exercise. We got to begin to exercise his power. We've yes. been equipped. And let me tell you something. The reason why it's not operating because we're not having no conversation with God. What are you yes. talking about? We're not praying like you said. Mm-hmm. We're not talking to God. Glory mm-hmm. to God. Amen. We're not having no conversation with God. We're not getting up early in the morning, rising up, seeking the face of God, spending that quality time with him so God can speak. We, we don't sit still long enough hmm? because we, we, we put everything, we made everything else, glory to God, our God, opposed to letting God be God in our lives. Amen. Hmm? Amen. Amen. Come on here. Come on. We need that encounter with him. Yes. I'm like you. I I, I don't want to be hanging out with folks. Glory to God, that don't have no power. What's the what's the, what's the use? I need okay. somebody to back me up when the when demons start kicking up. Come on now. Somebody that's Come gonna on. stand up and begin to pray. Glory yeah. to God. As I'm dealing with whatever spirit I'm dealing with. Glory to God. So that means I got to present this body. I got mm-hmm. to give this body a living, become a living sacrifice unto God. Yes. Holy every day. Got to consecrate it. Got to turn mm-hmm. the plate down. Mm-hmm. Glory to God, huh? Glory to God, huh? Because this is what this, this, this these are just principal things of the Bible. Glory yes. to God. We we got to know that we're living, praise God, in pearlish times. Yeah. And guess what? Yes, it is. You got to know mm-hmm. that pearlish times are coming. Glory to God. Turn away from selfishness and ungodly men. That's what the Bible says. Uh huh. We got to listen. Uh huh. Yes, we do. That living sacrifice means you, you that, that 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 your body. Listen, you got to listen. You got to get rid of your own desires and live for God. Amen. We're too we're too busy trying to please, uh, glory to God, our own flesh, or uh, please flesh, opposed to pleasing God. Amen. Hmm? And that's why you don't. Feel, that's why the anointing has shifted, woman of God. Yes. It, it has totally shifted in the body. Mm-hmm. Why? Because people not people not people are not doing what the what the scriptures say do. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Like you said you were reading in the book of Ephesians chapter four. There is one body, one spirit, even as we are called to one hope of your calling. Where is mm-hmm. the calling? Where mm-hmm. is the calling? God is God has called you. And that is one of the greatest responsibilities that we could ever ask for, that God called us. Glory to God. Amen. And so what Amen. are you calling? What are you doing? What are you doing for God now that he called you? Mm-hmm. What, what are you doing? What, what are you saying? What, what are you telling the people? The Bible says, listen, we, we, we are, we, we're supposed to be witnesses, says the Lord. And my servant whom I have chosen, we've been chosen by God. Mm-hmm. Isaiah 43 and 10. Yeah. Huh? We've been chosen by God. And listen, let me tell you this. God broke this up. Before I formed thee, listen to this. In the book of, of Jeremiah 1, 3, and 7, he said, listen to this. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew this. I, I knew, knew this. I said, okay, Amen. God, what, what are you saying here? I was so high in the spirit last week on the show. I said, Lord Jesus. I said, God, you formed thee in the belly? Let me tell you something. That seed, listen to me, Dr. Matt, listen to me. Listen to me closely. I need you to hear me in the spirit. When the seed transferred from the father, when the mother and the father came together, and the seed in the father 
was being transferred in the spirit. God was forming it as it was being transferred from the father to the mother. Mm-hmm. He said, because before I knew thee, I formed thee in the belly. So if, if he was forming you, that means he was forming you before it got into the womb of the mother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh? And yeah. before the, he, he said, before you came out of the womb, listen to this, before you even came, before, as I was forming you, he said, not only was I forming you, see, God is a spirit. And he mm-hmm. was dealing with a spirit in a seed, leaving the man going into the woman, right, into her womb. He said, but before you came out of the womb, before you even came, right in the midst of what he was doing in the womb of the mother, he was sanctifying that seed in the womb. Mm-hmm. He it. Yes. He said, not only did I sanctify it, he said, but I ordained it as a mm. prophet yes. in the womb before you came forth. Yes. I said, what? Unto a nation formed you were sanctified, and you was ordained mm-hmm. in the womb of a woman, being transferred, transferred from a father's seed into a woman. All that mm-hmm. happened in the spirit world before you yeah. was even born. He said before I even before before the birth canal of the water broke. All this happened in the womb. Mm-hmm. Like Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yes. Huh? He says, listen, Lord, uh, uh, God, before I, I, I cannot even speak. No, you don't speak as a child. You grow mm-hmm. up. You got to learn how to walk before you can talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. But the Lord said unto me, say not, I'm a child, for thou shalt go forth, and all that I shall send thee, and whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak it. You don't have mm-hmm. to worry about it. Whatever God ordained you in the womb, whether it was a prophet, whether it was an evangelist, a bishop, or whatever call it was, he ordained you. He sanctified you. You don't have to worry about what's going to be said. He's going to give you what to say. He already, oh, God, he's already put the message in the womb. Come on, check it, huh? Huh? That's why you're a prophet, woman of God. He ordained you as a prophet. Glory to God. That's why you can see what you can see. Mm-hmm. That's why you can hear what you can hear through the voice of God. He he gives you what to say. You're not talking out of the top of your head. He gives you what to say. So people can hear it from their level of perspective. Oh, good. I tell you. What 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 are we doing? What are we doing? Because God has called us and we need to be doing the work. Mm-hmm. But instead, this is we're giving the devil more glory than we're giving God. And what did mm-hmm. he tell us in that same book of Ephesians chapter 4? He said, give no place to the devil. Mm-hmm. And the devil getting more glory than God. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we're profiling the style. And we're, mm-hmm. not, we're not having no conversation with the Lord. We're still dealing with, with all kinds of bitterness and wrath and unforgiveness. We're holding on to grudges and Oh my God! Come we got on. attitudes with folks, huh? Listen, 
some of the folks, some of the people, I was reading glory to God, but the man of God said, listen, he said, listen to this. He said, some of the people that got the Holy Ghost is the most unloving folk. Okay. They even ran up on. I'm like, mm. what? Mm-hmm. Unloving with the Holy Ghost. Mm. With the Holy Ghost. But the Holy Ghost is supposed to, we're supposed to be loving one another. Is that right? Come on. Come on. That's a heavy statement to make. Mm-hmm. You are loving, unkind, and the things that we say to one another and how we treat one another. Come on, now, we, we got to go back. Huh? People, listen, the question was asked, can, any, can, can, can you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost and not be aware that you have received it? Huh? Come on. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. The answer is no. Yeah. You got to know you have it. Thanks. You got to know you have it. But for you got to know. people don't want to preach up. You got to know. Mm-hmm. There's evidence. We will know. Come on. You will know. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Come on. So we got. Listen. So we got to be precise. We, we must listen. We got to be precise about what we're teaching here. We got to teach our doctrine, woman of God. Yes. We got to come back to the old, people come the old way. The old way, it kept me up to these years. Because mm-hmm. this new era is not working for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I thank God for, 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 my, for the mentors that have gone transition to the other side. Yes. When I was coming up as a young woman. And that's why when we look at the scriptures, glory to God, we got to come to a place of humility. That's why when you look at the book of Second Chronicles seven fourteen, what does it say? He said, "If my people, now mm-hmm. see those are chosen." All right. He said, "If my people, those are chosen." He said, "Listen, and you know why I say they're chosen?" He said, "Who are called by my name, they're mm-hmm. chosen." Hmm. Will humble yes. themselves and do what? And seek pray and do mm-hmm. what? And seek what? Seek my, my faith. faith. No communication, woman of God. No mm-hmm. communication. Mm-hmm. We don't lost total communication with God. Mm-hmm. And then he said, when you begin to humble yourself and seek my face, he said, what you got to do? He said, you're going to have to turn. Turn. Turn from what? That wickedness uh-huh. that we're doing mm-hmm. with one another. Mm-hmm. See, we're too busy preaching to the church folk. We need to be preaching to the sinner man. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Turn from, yeah. from their wicked ways. Why would he say that? Why would he say that? Because there is wickedness in the hearts of the believers. Yes. We've yes. all listen. The Bible said we all have come short of the glory of God. Amen. He said, but when we turn, when we turn, listen to this. He says, when we turn, he said, then you gonna hear from heaven. Mm-hmm. Ah, but, you, but you ain't going to hear nothing from heaven With that wickedness and Shut up, Duncan, mind your business Come on here, huh? <laughs> you ain't going to hear nothing from heaven Because you're wicked Yes I didn't say it Second Chronicles said it All right Huh? He said you got to turn from your what? Your wicked ways And yes. then Then And then you're going to hear from heaven he said, and then forgive your sins. And 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 and, and, and what are you gonna do? He's gonna heal this land. See, that's why that's why I'm, that's why the country's in trouble. 
too much wickedness going on, woman of God. Yes. And nobody wants to nobody wants to ask for forgiveness. He said, "Then I'm gonna heal the land." But until then, we got to get rid of this wickedness. Mm-hmm. And where is it gonna start? It's gonna start in the house of God because that's we are supposed to be the ones that set an example for the people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to be the ones setting the examples for the people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When, when we begin to turn from from our wicked ways, we gonna see the miracles happening. Supernatural, yes. supernatural evidence of the power of God, signs, glory to God gonna follow. Just like it followed the apostles, it's gonna follow us. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Huh? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh my God. We we got to begin to listen. We got to get the plan. We got to go back to the altar. We need uh-huh. we need shut-ins now because the, the church is in trouble. Yes. Folk go to church one way and come out the same way. After they done shout mm-hmm. and danced, mm-hmm. looked around, investigated to see who yeah. had on what. Come on. To who danced the best. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Lord yeah. have mercy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the, the, we, we got, listen, it's time to give these bodies up. Moment yes. of God. Amen. As a living sacrifice. Yeah. Because we've been called to do a work, and we can't do the work if we're not giving these bodies up to God. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Yeah. Listen, we, 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 we can't. How else, how else are we going to do the work unless we begin to turn our plates down? Mm-hmm. With fasting and praying. The, 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 the Bible said in the book of Matthew that the disciples went to Jesus privately. Why? Why did they go to him privately? You know why? Because they were embarrassed. Mm-hmm. They were embarrassed because they had gotten beaten up by them demons out there. Mm-hmm. Went to them. He said, and he said, why we couldn't cast it out? He said, because you didn't have no power. Mm-hmm. He said, these times come out through what? Prayer fasting and, and pray. fasting. Right. Mm-hmm. Come on. Fasting and praying. Yes. That's what he said. That's what he told. Mm-hmm. He said, "So you got to go back to Jerusalem and tarry there." My mm. God, mm. we need to tarry, honey. We need to yeah. wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We we need to go back and tarry. Mm-hmm. Glory to God, Amen. Yes, we do, Amen. because we've been chosen by the Holy Ghost. We've been called to live a, a, a life before Christ, holy, righteous. You be, listen. We got to proclaim the gospel now. It's time mm-hmm. to preach the gospel now. We don't preach all all kinds of good messages, making people feel good. But where is the word of God today? Yeah. People don't even want to, woman of God, listen, you can tell me to go off the air anytime you want to. People don't even want to call the name Jesus no more. No, no. <laughs> I'm like, what you talking about, God, over here? He said they don't even call his name no more. Okay. Because look mm-hmm. here, you asked the question, you said, what you doing? Nothing. And and Nothing. those that are in the church, let me tell you something else, Sarah Duncan, this is what they're doing. they at the altar talking about the man. they at the yeah. altar talking about a woman. they at the mm-hmm. altar talking about a business. they at the altar talking about more money. they at the altar talking about a better job. The house on the hill mm-hmm. with the dog named Fluffy. Everything but mm-hmm. talking to God about the soul, about getting my heart right, about fixing my right. mind, 
Lord, regulate my mm-hmm. mind. God, help me to fast mm-hmm. and pray. Let me remember what your mm-hmm. word says. Help me to walk according mm-hmm. to your word. Now, we're not doing that. We at the altar for everything else but to get power. But for soul. So see, he gave us mm-hmm. power, those of us that received. When we mm-hmm. received the Holy Ghost, he gave us power, love, and a sound mind. But how do you keep and it? And a sound mind. You mm-hmm. gotta seek him mm-hmm. daily. You you gotta seek God daily. You gotta take some time out for him. I was on a marathon a few weeks ago. I mean just a running and okay. a laughing and playing and just having a good time. Mm-hmm. God come this weekend and shook me. Hey, hey. You grumbling, mm-hmm. you complaining, you mumbling. I need you to stop that. If you don't want to do the work, I'll let you out. If you don't want to work, I'll let you out. You can go on and do what everybody else do, retire. Which yeah, I already Jesus. know ain't no retirement in this thing. You can't get it, it, it's better than the market. You can never get out of this. So look, Mm-mm. he shook me and he showed me and he told me and he worked it out and showed me how to work it out and I get to working. And no more grumbling get, get the praying. Mm-hmm. Look, I was cutting my prayer time short. Oh, I, I pray for 15 Mm-mm. minutes. I'm cutting it down. Girl, I'd be in that closet because I start talking to him, Sarah. Look at everything that coming up. I, I, I go to point out, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 15 mm-hmm. minutes, that's mm-hmm. not enough for me to run on for a whole day. I know that's right. I, I, I'm supposed to be back talking to him again. Right mm-hmm. around 1-ish, I'm back with him. <laughs> And then all day I'm working, but I'm talking to him. I'm showing him different things like he don't see. But as you mm-hmm. say, we are not talking to God. We're not communicating. He says, my sheep know my voice and a stranger, Sarah Duncan, they won't follow. Why? Communication. Communication. I know when mm-hmm. he's speaking to me. Why? I've been talking to him. See, but when you've been talking to people, you've been talking to the devil, that you know those voices. See, you know your daughter's voice from your son's voice because you communicate with them. But if you ain't mm-hmm. giving God for 15, 10 minutes, 5 minutes, thank you, Lord. And see, we say because mm-hmm. we never thank you when he give us some money, when he give us a car. Mm-hmm. You know, when we hear mm-hmm. stuff, thank you, Lord. We think we done did God a service. You ain't did nothing. Listen, if you go back to nothing. that book of Acts, it's going to tell you what happened on that day of Pentecost. This what had to mm-hmm. happen first. They all had to get in one place at one time and get on one accord. Oh, and the God. church don't want to so. do that. Mm-hmm. The church want to mm-hmm. bring entertainment in there because mm-hmm. they're walking mm-hmm. and they feel it. See, they feel like the word of God is boring to them. Mm-hmm. They don't want to study unless they study to get up to preach somewhere to make some money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every yeah, even in the church, there were done money, money, and more money. But when mm-hmm. your ways please God, money, you ain't got to worry about it. Guess what? He'll send somebody mm-hmm. with money to pay it for you. He'll send somebody with mm-hmm. money to do it for you. Mm-mm-mm. But your ways must please him. And we got to walk up right daily before God. I'm with you when you're right, Sarah Duncan. I am with you when you're right. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. Uh, 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 uh. On that day of Pentecost, it's like you said, they were all with one accord. And see, this is the thing. The church should be with one accord. Mm-hmm. So everybody's doing their own thing. That's the mm-hmm. separation. 
Mm-hmm. They have they have actually triggered down, glory to God, doing their own thing because it's competitive. Everybody's yes. in c- competition. Yes. Everybody got to have the best flyer. Everybody mm-hmm. got to have the best singing choir. Everybody's got yes. to have the best praise and worship. Everything is competitive now. But what happens to being with one accord? Why do we have to be in competition with one another when we all supposed to be of the same cloth? We all supposed to be of the same cloth because listen, they, they there were appearing to them cloven tongues. Listen, one accord and what in one place. Mm-hmm. That means that when they went up, woman of God, in their upper room, they all had the same thought in mind mm-hmm. because they mm-hmm. end up for one reason and one reason only. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. was to be endured with the promise that he had promised them from on high. Yes. Yes. They went for no other reason because he told them this is what you're going to need in order to do the work. I feel something stirring up in me. Hmm. Come on here. Yeah. Uh-huh. They were all with one accord in one place, and when they be, when they were all in one accord in one place, then something happened. Yes. But until then, ain't nothing gonna happen until we all come together. Yeah, Every, come on, uh, woman of God. What is this thing? This, they got this new thing. They don't move from the from the. They don't move from evangelist, <laughs> preacher, teacher, apostle. Now they the arch, arch, archbishop. Where they going with this stuff? Oh, okay, now. Come on with it. Come on. Where they going? What is They're that? not Catholic. What is We are not Catholic. We don't move from Christian to being Christian Catholic. Because it's a, it makes us look good on yeah. a piece of paper. Mm. And in the sight of men. Archbishop, who ordained you as that? Who called you as that? Mm. Oh, my God. I'm getting one Look and look, nobody's doing the work. No nobody wants to do the work. Everybody nobody just wants, wants to do the work. No, they just want to promote to the position and it's all good. No but who's doing the promotion? Who's doing the promotion? Who's promoting they do it themselves. The they promote themselves today. And everybody is a prophet, a prophetess. Yeah, that's how it's going today. Because let me tell you, it's money in churching. G-O-D, the word God is sales. J-E-S-U-S, that's sales. Because guess what? People don't know the word. And they're not being taught to study. To show thyself approval of work when need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Not just for the people, but for you yourself to live by daily. Nobody's teaching all of that no more. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is come to the altar. All you do is just come down here and say whatever you want to say and repeat after me and go on back to your feet and go on home. Now, y'all be back with the Bible study. You don't even hear about prayer meeting no more, do you? You ever heard of that here? No, no, you haven't heard. You, you haven't heard of no prayer meeting. What? You got to pray to stay. <laughs> you got to fast yes, to yes, last. Yes. Yeah. Lord have mercy. All of that. Lord have mercy. Right. Yeah. They ain't got time for it today. 
Yeah. Listen to this. The Bible said the salvation in Christ, that salvation in Christ, it said that caused Paul to become a minister. The salvation, mm. him being set apart. When you look at mm. Ephesians 3 and 7. And so okay. the salvation in Christ called Paul to become what? A preacher. Mm-hmm. That's what happened with him. He, mm-hmm. he, the Bible says he utterly became a humble before God. Yes. He yes. had all, he, God gave him all he needed. A deep, mm-hmm. intense sense of what? Unworthiness before God. We got to become mm-hmm. unworthy. Yes. Come on. Yes. Come on. Huh? Listen, mm-hmm. it's one of the greatest privileges we could ever have for God to even baptize us with the Holy Ghost. And okay. yet, and yet we take it for granted. Yes. Thinking what yes. we got. Listen, demons talk in tongues. Okay. And they do and curse you out. What? I know how to pray. Thank you. Know how to mm-hmm. praise, dance, do all of that. All of that. That's why it's important. Salvation plays a, a very interesting part in our lives. And it's important. That's what made him become a minister. That's what made him yeah. become a preacher. He Because he saw himself, he needed to be saved by grace. He saw himself to become unworthy before Christ. When we, we come to the place where we want to get all the glory, then we're not unworthy. Uh-huh. Well, see, now we're taking the glory. Yeah, see, Go he ahead, was the one who taught me. Apostle Paul, he was the one who uh-huh. taught me not to be ashamed of the gospel. He was the one That's who taught me go in the gospel, Barbara. Go in the word mm-hmm. of God. Look, look in there now. Pay attention to what he said and don't rush it. You got to take your time. He's going to speak the word. That's it. <laughs> Because Jesus is Come still on. the word today. Mm. I tell you, we're just praying for him. That's all we can do. Tell them the truth. That's all we pray. can do. But they don't want it. They don't <laughs> want it when I tell you. And look here. Everybody going to heaven. Do you hear what I say? That's what they think in the day. <laughs> everybody <laughs> thinks <laughs> they're a believer when they're walking in their flesh and not walking in the spirit of God and not walking according That's to right. his spirit. How in the world you belong to him and you don't obey him? He said, "When we don't yeah. obey, it says witchcraft. We work. We witch. It's witchcraft. Mm-hmm. That's it. You gotta obey God. Obey His word. James was the one who really taught us to Thelma. He said, "Be not just a hearer of the word, but be a doer." Uh-huh. Why would he say mm-hmm. that? Because we gotta show God His word in us and His word through us. I'm walking in the word. I got to live it daily. I can't live it on Mm-mm-mm. Sunday. But like you say, we too That's busy right. showing out that outfit you done got. <laughs> you, you too busy showing them shoes off. And that new hat mm-hmm. you just got a head full of the devil. You just got a head full of weeds, so you got to go in there and show all that, all the medusas. <laughs> what you say, Sarah Duncan? You know I got to tell it like it is. <laughs> Lord God, help us today. Come on. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Yeah. We got to. We we got to come back, honey. They talk about oh, that's the old way. Look, he go said, ahead. go back to the uh-huh. old path and take a look around. Now that's what he said. I didn't say it. That's you can't hold said. it against yeah. me. I wasn't there when he mm-hmm. was five man to write it. But we don't want that. That's the it. The pastor is a woman that's up in the pulpit with the tight dress and the stiletto. Come on now. Come on. Who you leave? Back up, Bob Mac, and showing all your bosom. Okay, all right then. <laughs> <laughs> ah! 
But I can tell him this. Mm-hmm. I thought the same thing. But he showed yes. me not yes. so. Uh-uh. You're not going to do it. They, you asked me to come into your heart and live forever. You were the one who told me that you wanted your will to be my will. You my, said my, you my. if you had to go by. Oh, he laid the list out because I had told him a whole bunch of stuff, and I meant it when I said it. But when mm-hmm, money got mm-hmm. short, I knew I wasn't going back to dope selling. I knew that. But what I was going to try to do is do a few things over here and make it pop, make it boom, and, you know, have me some dollars. He shut it all down. Mm-hmm. Even, mm-hmm. even if he allowed me to do a restaurant for a Caesar, a convenience store for a Caesar, where I did it at, there were people over there that he was drawing. And see, unless God mm-hmm. draw you, you can't come. So he was going to use me Thank over God. that area to draw people. Now, once he got through drawing who he was going to use me to draw, he shut all that down and sent me on. It was only one. And I had to go back to the drawing board and, and repent. I'm telling you, I had to repent. Snot, crying, all of, me, all of that was in me. And I meant to repent from my heart. And then he showed me. Amen. Have I not taken care of you? You didn't have nowhere to go. While you was praying, I sent the woman to give you somewhere to live. While you was talking to me, I already sent the car to you. Lord you, Jesus. You don't have to do nothing but obey me. Mm-mm-mm. I own heaven. And, oh, look at here. After that, he has to worry about me and money. Money? Oh no, we ain't, ain't nobody trying to raise none. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not trying to make none in that. Not the elite. Oh no, 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 no. Ungodly. Uh, uh-uh. uh. I plant seeds. People mm-hmm. give me money. I even plant their money so that God can multiply mm-hmm. back to them. Oh yeah, he, he helped me out with that. But we gotta pray for folks and pray that God draw them because if God does not draw them, they cannot come. They can't come. And Granted, God draws and you come, but you don't stay. That's dangerous, very mm-hmm. dangerous. Look at all the people mm-hmm. he haven't drawn yet, but yet he drew you. Yeah. Yeah, he's worthy this morning. Yeah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Mm-hmm. hallelujah. We're at 9 o'clock. Uh, yeah. Don't go nowhere if you can help it. Don't go nowhere. And uh, I'm going to open up the studio. I got to go to this one quick song. It's a request. And when I come back, I'm going to open up the studio, and if anyone has something they would like to say this morning, please feel free to press that number one and come in, because I promised uh, I was going to open uh, the studio today, and that's what I want to do. So. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So feel free. All right, we're going to this quick one.
I went across the deep blue sea Couldn't find one to compare To your grace, your love, your mercy Nobody greater, nobody greater than you Searched all over, couldn't find nobody I looked high and low, still couldn't find nobody Nobody greater, nobody greater, no Nobody greater than you Searched all over Couldn't find nobody I looked high and low Still couldn't find nobody Nobody greater Nobody greater Nobody greater than you Nobody can heal like you can Oh, most holy one, you are the great I am Awesome in all your ways and my ears are hand You are healed, carried out, redemption plan Nobody greater. 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 N
Radio not just for your ears, but also for your spirit. Jesus in the morning radio. And you're with Barbara. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Mr. Bashan Mitchell this morning. And nobody's greater, nobody's greater than Almighty God, Jehovah, that have all power. There's no higher power today. Hallelujah. I see my spiritual son down there, Minister Henley. Pow, pow, pow. God bless you this morning, sir. God bless you. I thank God for seeing that number today. And uh, I knew some way, somehow, if you saw it anywhere, you would come by. <laughs> Look, for Mother's Day, he would call me at the clear blue sky and say, oh, yeah, Martha, you thought I wasn't going to hit you up? Oh, it would be so funny. <laughs> So I thank God for him, and uh, thank God that he don't forget. But I know he gets busy, and he's been under the weather a little minute or so, but he don't never forget his spiritual mother, and I thank God for that, Willie. God bless you this morning, sir. God bless you. Yeah, I see you, Sister Mario, over there, and uh, Sister Rita, God bless you this morning. I see your aunt over there, Rose Brown. Good morning, my wicked, wicked, wicked. Good morning to you. Good morning, Pastor David. And a good morning, uh, Sister Dorothy Goodman. Thank you so much, uh, Doc, for holding down the rooms over there. The prayer request club and the prayer club. God bless you. Thank you for spreading the good news of Jesus in the morning and sharing the anniversary in different places. And I know Sion probably had to go on this morning, but God bless her. And I, I'm looking for her to call me and tell me about that birthday yesterday. I know she's probably celebrated real good if she didn't do nothing but eat something good yesterday. Hallelujah. Good morning to you, Brother Anthony. God bless you this morning, sir. And uh, Sister Spinner, God bless you this morning. And a uh, good morning to you. I go that wicky, wicky, wicky. Rose Brown, what's going on on your end over there? Good morning to you. God bless you. Good morning, Sister Irene. Good morning to you, Sister Jerry. And uh, all right, I'm coming at you, Jerry. I'm coming at you, Jerry. We today heard from Apostle Sarah Duncan of New Jersey. Pastor uh, Duncan and I go way back a ways. I've been up there in New Jersey hanging out with her. And uh, she get on fire and just tear her. <laughs> you hear us laughing. Oh, she get on fire and tear her house up. Because it's not a planned way. We have to tell the truth. You may not like it. It may not sound good to you. Because, see, you've been under the New Age, New Wave Church. And they done switched it around, talking about the way that they believe it is. But I'm, we talking about the way that God said it is. And the way that he going to accept it. Because he just don't accept any and every old thing. I'm, I'm, I'm happy this morning in this anniversary. I done seen some phone numbers that made me toe tap over here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is faithful. Yeah, I'm excited right there. Amen goes right there. All right, Sister Jerry, I'm coming at you right now. Good morning. God bless you. How are you? Good morning, Sister Barbara. How are you? I'm good over here. Good. Yes, I am too. I just was listening to the testimonies and listening and let everything have breath. Everything that has breath, praise the Lord. And I can't not just not say, Lord, I thank you today. I thank you from where you brought me from and where you're taking me to. Amen. 
by watching movies, you'll see that when you get to the end of the movie, at first they're going through trouble. At the end, boy, it comes out a beautiful thing. That's life. Let everything, I even hear the birds out there tweaking, tweaking, and they sing so beautiful. They praise the Lord. They praise the Lord. They're not going around with their head down like I don't see no food. They just dive down in the dirt and grab something up and go. Maybe we can't find no food because we're trying to eat lobsters and shrimp and we're not just trying to maybe just put a meal together like cornbread and eat that. We're trying to eat beyond our means. God, I thank you for a meal. I thank you that you take good care of me. Today, I just want to say, Lord, I used to turn to the man, which was my husband. But when you show me things, Lord, I learned to turn to you. Can nobody do you like Jesus? So I just want to say good morning, everybody. And I thank the Lord for keeping us here one more day. Amen. Amen. So let everything, everything, Psalm 150 dash 6 says, let everything that has breath. Praise ye the Lord. So I have breath, and I'm telling God, thank you. Amen. Thank you. I might not make it too out today, but, Lord, I thank you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. God so bless everybody you. everybody have a great day, and I thank God for one more day. Amen. Amen. God Amen. bless you. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen. All right, Pastor David, I'm coming at you right now. Good morning, sir. God bless you. How are you? I am good. <laughs> you know, I did not press that number one, but I will really? say one into everyone. <laughs> and um, and as, as usual, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for, you know, like the your, your guest speaker said, it, it takes someone being faithful to get up every day and do what you do and, and you know, to give back to the people. So I just yeah. want to thank you for that and, you know, pray God's continued blessing on you and your family. And, you know, may he strengthen you. May he continue to give you wisdom and knowledge and, and clarity as to what to deliver to the people. And I just want to say that I love you. And thank you for praying for my family and continuing to lift us up. And to everyone out there that's going through something, know that God is always by your side and he will never give up on you. So don't you give up on him. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Pastor David. God bless you this morning and God bless your family. If there's anyone else, please feel free to press that number one on your phone and I'll come on in. And if it's nothing more than happy anniversary, Sister Barbara, press the number one and come and say something so Apostle Duncan can hear you today. Hallelujah. God is faithful. God, okay. All right, now. All right. I'm coming right, right in a minute for you, Brother Anthony. Let me get Will in here. <laughs> 
Yeah, amen. Way. God bless you. Uh-huh. Praise God. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. 
Yeah, and now, now mm-hmm. this one here and uh, Brother D, Demetrius, and Brother Louis, these brothers been here the whole 12 years. <laughs> and Brother Frank, the whole 12. Yeah. And uh, I, I got some sisters been here quite a while, too. So I thank God because sometimes mm-hmm. I shift. He shifts. He'll send these away, but he'll bring these over here, these, these new. Some he leaves. Some he leaves right here. And some he sent on. Yeah. But we all have our walk. We all have our walk. We have our work cut out for us. And because, see, on that narrow road, it's not many on that road. Every now and then, few there be on that, and every now and then we'll pass, you know. But we pass, and we, we, we get to stay together for a little while, but then you got to go do your work, and then I got to go do mine. And I'm so grateful unto God for the work. Yeah, it blesses me. It causes me to be blessed because I, I choose to be obedient. Hallelujah. Oh, oh, and Sister Mari. Sister Mari been here 12. <laughs> hey, Sister Mari, you know I forgot that. Yeah, I, I gave a testimony about me coming to see about you and Shania. And Brother Lewis sponsored the trip. I gave that. I think that was yesterday or your last Friday. Yeah, I gave that testimony. God is faithful. And uh, he loves us. And he wants us to love one another. Oh, yeah. All right, Sister Mari, I'm bringing you in right now. Good morning. God bless you. How are you? Amen. Look at this. Happy anniversary. Congratulations. Look at God. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, Amen. I, I will never forget that. That was a blessing, a miracle, and favor from God. Hallelujah. Amen. How he Amen. connected us up like that in a yes. time of my greatest need. Yes, indeed. How can I Thank forget? You. How can I forget what he done for me? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes. I remember. Yes. Amen. What a blessing. Yeah. I'm thankful. I I remember you was working for the doctor's office. Remember that? Oh, what a memory. I can't tell you nothing else. Oh, yeah. Okay. You got a good memory. I was, and I loved that job. I was there for 10 and a half years. Um, that was um, and a, a really a really good job. I learned a lot from the patients there. Yeah, I sure was working there. Mm-hmm. And soon after, I was um, let go because of the recession. At that time, I was part of the third cut, which was not bad. I made it, you know, through the first two. So yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember. And, um, I hope to see you again soon. It's been too many years. Yes, and I will. I will because I'm coming to uh, Nevada. I I I gotta come out there and see Brother Frank, and I gotta come out there and oh, see Brother Amber. So I I'll be in okay. touch with you. Yeah, and let you know when I'm because I sure want to see Shania. <laughs> oh, girl, yes, indeed. I seen your picture. Yes, you sure do want to see her. Okay. Um, she is big. She's 14 now, Ooh. and she was only like. Two, almost three. I remember. Three. Oh, my God. Last time I saw her. Yes, yes. Yes, just her turn three. Yep. Okay, well, send me, <laughs> send me a picture. I will. Let me see Shania. Yeah. Yes, yeah, but ma'am. I'm coming tomorrow. Okay. I just got to get this worked out because I'm going to stop by and visit Brother Frank and uh, visit Amber okay. and spend some time with you and Shania. Yeah, maybe take you out and eat or something so we can catch up. Well, we take you out. Yes, we do. Okay, okay. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Amen. 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 
Yeah, the studio is open. If you have something you would like to say, feel free to do it while I get this one together right here. And uh, I'm going to dedicate this one to you, Apostle Dawkins, this morning. God bless you, woman. Come on, everybody, get your feet happy. Let's go. Come on.
Spreading the love worldwide. www.jesusinthemorningradio.com Hallelujah, hallelujah. Looky here today, Apostle Duncans, I want to tell you this. There is a stack of money. It's stacked up. It is like it's stacked and it's all around you. It's all around you. Some of it is old money that was supposed to come from a long time ago that did not come. But it's stacked up around you. But today we are trusting God to release every dime, every penny, every penny in the name of Jesus. Because the enemy is trying to hold up some things from you. Because if it's released to you, he got to go. And he's going to have to go in a big way. Yeah. And he thinks he want to hang around. But every time he turn around, you give him a black eye. But he's holding some things up around you. But God releasing today in the name of Jesus. And when you think on this conversation that we're having right now, Sarah Duncan, I want you to just go off into praise. I don't care if somebody's talking to you and you talking to them. If you think on this, I want, if you don't say nothing, thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you, Jesus. I want you to begin Glory to pray. To God. Because the more thank you, you pray, the quicker this is coming. The Hallelujah. Yeah, he got to lose this mm. to you, old money even. I'm telling you, money Thank from a long time ago that Mm-mm-mm. come, but he held it up. But today, in Thank the name of Jesus, I send Michael to get every dime. I send the five days of God to break it up Thank and you, God. Him, to let every dime come through unto you today. Thank you, God. In the name of Jesus. Oh, work to be done. Mm. Yeah, your ministry is okay, but Thank there's you, work God. to be done. And money answers all Thank you, things. God. Oh, yeah. And it's happening. Mm-hmm. It's happening. In Jesus' name. Thank uh, you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. He caught But I want you to lift mm-hmm. your hands to the Lord, Willie. And when you can, I want you to just sell out to God in the thank you, in the praise. He inhabits. Hallelujah, God. Thank you, Jesus. And when mm. you send praises truly from your heart, up to God. Hey, thank you. The blessings of Almighty God. Hey, the blessings of I want you to praise mm. him like you done lost your mind and took on his mind, and you praising him. Mm. You praising him. Thank you, Hallelujah. How would you praise thank yourself you, if you had did something that you really, oh, you were so happy with yourself? And you would praise yourself. Mm. How would you praise yourself? I want you to praise God like you're going crazy. Yeah, because I see the blessings mm-hmm. falling down around you. Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you this. I see a truck. I see a truck coming your way. My God. Uh-huh. Yeah, I see a truck coming your way. And let me tell you, every dime, not a dime, going to be old. If I be the true woman of no, God, no, no. surely come to pass, I want to say within the next three days, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, he going to do it. He going to do it. Every dime, he going to do it. He going to do it. You just got to believe. You just got to trust him. Yeah. When you trust him, because see, Proverbs said this, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge God. He going to direct your path. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. If you trust him, he's going to show you the way to go. If you trust him, he's going to do it. If you believe, it's coming to pass. See, because of this right here, it was already ordained. It, it was already in place. 
But your time had to catch up with God's time. He didn't release it to you. But your time had to come up to catch up with God's time. And it's already all right in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I see money falling. Yep, yep, yep. I see green dollar bills falling around you, Willie. Just tell God thank you. Don't try to figure it out. Don't try to work it out. Just tell him thank you. He's going to bring it out to you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Sister Mara, raise your hand. And just begin to tell God thank you. I can hear this around you today. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hey, I can hear this, Sister Mara. It won't always be like this. My, my, my. Thank you, God. God is protecting that which concerning you. Sooner or later, it's going to work in your favor. Even as I'm talking to you right now, Mark, he's turning it around for you, around for you, around for you. Hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah. For you. Oh, God, I'm so deserving. I thank you for your favor. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you for your grace. Hallelujah. 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 Your little meal, Father God, that you're so mindful of. Hallelujah. 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 Turn it around. Oh, bless you today. Bless you today. Good morning, Sister God. God bless you. How are you? Bless, bless. Good morning. Blessings to everyone. Um, I just want to say uh, and wish you a happy 12th anniversary. And that I pray that God continues to bless you to carry on for years and years to come. God bless you. Amen. God bless you too, Sister Dot. I know you heard your son-in-law early. (laughs) Yes, I heard him. (laughs) I I heard him. Yes. She loved that son-in-law, y'all. Don't y'all fool with that son-in-law. <laughs> oh, no. Y'all gonna upset Doc. Yeah, by Pastor David. Uh-huh. And that just shows you what a good man he is. If that mother-in-law loves him like that, he's a good man. Yes, Lord. He so. is that. As you can say, rough, rough, what is it? Rough, rugged, and, and real. real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I thank God for him. Thank God for your family. Yeah, thank God for you introducing me to everybody. Yeah, I'm just excited over there. And uh, Sister Rita, if you can lift your hands to the Lord, it's already all right. And what's been promised is coming. Don't, Don't worry, it's coming. Nothing has been forgotten. Just lift your hands to the Lord and begin to praise him. Yeah, because he desired the praises of the people. He want to be known in your life that you know that he is God Almighty. And if you're praising, he just going to bless you. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He see what you're going through. He see what, And he know the very intent of your heart. He know what you truly desire. Matter of fact, Sister Rita, I saw a man and he was watching you. I got to tell you this. Uh-huh. But you just keep being Rita. You just keep being Rita. It's going to be all right. That's all I'm going to tell you right now. Just keep being Rita. Praise God. And it's going to be all right in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you today. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And anybody that prays him, if you're giving praise, he's going to bless you. And as you praise him, and let me tell you this, 
Ask God to do what you think you need to have done. And then ask him to do what he know you need to have done, what he know you need to have done in you. If you need your heart fixed, if you need your mind regulated, if you need the spirit of God, if you need to be baptized in the Holy Ghost, he'll do it. Amen. He'll do it. Ask him for what you want today. I ask him for the gift. Yeah. So see, I had been in that book of Acts. <laughs> right there where Sarah Duncan went. Acts chapter 2. That blessed me a many a day. That, that book right there, Sarah Duncan, that was my mama book. That, that Acts, don't play around with it with that book of Acts. Now. She'll walk all across the hill. Praise God. Amen. And that Acts 2 and 30. That Acts 2 and 38, Sarah Duncan. <laughs> no proof. No yeah, proof. Yeah. <laughs> I can remember the days she used to say things to me like, uh, uh, you know what, I think you need to be baptized. I said, but mama, she said, well, something, something missing. Something, something must have been missing at that baptism. I, the pastor was right, but I think you went down in the liquid grave wrong because you, you didn't come up in the <laughs> My mama. I would be in that trying to explain to her that I had been baptized right. And she said, oh, I don't know what you done did today. I, I don't know about that baptism. <laughs> I would be trying, trying to fix it. Did you hear me? She said, you go ahead on out there and, and pray now because I got to pray for you today because, see, you, 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 you acting like you ain't been down in the liquid grave. <laughs> and look. Was the people my here? daddy, my daddy, she was apostolic, and my daddy was uh-huh. Pentecostal. Sarah Duncan, oh, okay. them two in the house, and you come at the greatest time. No, and you didn't hear them arguing with each other. No, the book said you didn't hear none of that. They did what they felt mm-hmm. they needed to do. They loved one another, and he always tried to make her jealous. But dad, he always, and uh-huh. she was not a jealous woman because she knew him. And when she would feed into his foolishness, kid, he would go on and she would look at me and say, uh-huh, see your daddy. Yeah, you, you see, see, when you don't feed into it, you, the devil got to flee. I would be laughing. <laughs> she called daddy the devil. But she didn't say it. He didn't hear calling. Oh, me and my brother, oh, we used to have some laughing. <laughs> oh, my God. Over that Pentecostal. And that apple started. Oh, we used to laugh. Oh, Jesus. Oh, we. You know what? I never believed that she believed that I was gifted. I, I didn't know she knew. Because yeah. she never said nothing about it. She never act like, you know. And one day mm-hmm. she lost the money in her apron pocket. She had put the money in the apron pocket and threw the apron in the dirty clothes hamper. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know she had lost the money. And she come to me, look, she said, baby, can you tell mama where she uh, put her money? Mama lost some money. And I can see it just as plain. I said, on the back porch in the dirty laundry hamper. She tore away from me and went back there. And in a few minutes, I seen her pulling it. Because, you know, back then, they wrapped the money up in a handkerchief. And a handkerchief was a handkerchief. Okay, now, they pin it to them, mm-hmm. put it in the bosom, and pin it. Because they didn't believe in yeah. using not one coin. Mm-hmm. She went back there and got it, and I started pulling it out. I started opening it, and I guess she was counting it. 
And then she well, first she told the Lord thank you. And then as I was going on through the kitchen, she said thank you, baby. But I didn't I didn't know. I said mm-hmm. well, she must, she must be thinking something about what I be seeing and things. But I was a child. I didn't I didn't have. But Miss Tommy and Miss Annie, them two sisters there, they brought it on. They said, if you got the gift, we finna see if you got it. <laughs> Willie Henry. Lord Jesus. Them sisters said, give me the numbers. Give me the toll, give me the bow leader, and give me the cue. We gonna see if that gift real in you. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Oh, you know how people in the world oh, is. Oh, God. And they, they were catching the numbers, Sarah Duncan, and buying property. And buying property. I, I said, uh, and my mom and daddy found out what was going on. They stopped me from going over there. Oh, it was so funny. Y'all. Yeah, mm-hmm. Even in our childhood. Yeah. And just like she said earlier, before you entered your mother's womb, God already knew you. Yeah. Before he put you in the womb, he had already done in you what he wanted to do. And then he allows you to come forth out of your mother's womb. Yeah, but you belong to him. He made you for his pleasure. And we need to go back to him with our whole heart and give God our all. Give him everything. Some of us, nothing is going to get right for us till we give God everything. He shouldn't be second place in nothing in your life. He should be the God of your life. Give him the first fruit of everything. We give him the first fruit of our money. Oh, I'm going to pay my tithes and offering now. I got to pay them. Yes, well, give them yes, 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 yes. I gave them the first fruit of my children, gave them all my children, and didn't want them back. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm blessed today. Mm-mm-mm. I don't feel no ways tired. I, I come too far to turn around. Yeah, And he won't leave me. He won't do it. He won't do it. He going all the way with me. He know the very intent of my heart today. And I'm so thankful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so Spinner, can I get you to see if you can um, get that song with you and your sister uh, and send it to me? You know the favorite song. I love that song. And I like the way they sing it. <clears throat> so I'm going to play it tomorrow. Yeah. Can I put food on your table? You know the one I'm talking about, Sister Spinner. Uh-huh. And it's all right. Is there anyone else? If not, I will play, pray us out, and we'll go to the last song of the morning. You have something else you would like to say, Apostle Duncan? Yes, woman of God, thank you so much for inviting me. It has been a pleasure and an honor just to be with you and your guests today. And I thank God for the testimonies. Amen. Amen. And you're celebrating another 12 years, and I pray God strengthen you. Glory to God. Amen. I'm looking to come down there in a few minutes. Do All right. Bye-bye. Okay, God, well, come on of... Amen. Praise God. Amen. We thank you so much for the invitation, and we pray you be blessed and have a blessed and wonderful day, and enjoy your 12th year anniversary. God bless you, and we love you. And we will continuously to pray for you, woman of God. Bye-bye. Amen. Bye-bye. God bless you. Hallelujah. Sarah Duncan. I knew New Jersey up in that way. Went up to... Um, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, went up there, Teresa Scott and Bishop Scott, uh, left from there, went on up to Meriden, Connecticut, 
up there with Minister Sandra Jackson and Jeanette Jackson and their family. Yeah. So I know some Northern girls over there and uh, some women who believe in God, believe in prayer, believe in trust in God. Yeah. We know about the way. Hallelujah. And we are not in the way, but we know about the ways of God and what it requires. To, much, to whom much is given, much is required. We've been through the storm and lots of rain. And today, because of God, we made it. Those were trials we had to go through to learn the lesson. So today, I can tell you that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently, faithfully, continually, always seeking him. Hallelujah. He will reward you in the name of Jesus. I'm so happy to see you this morning. Will, I was thinking about you yesterday. Just didn't pull that number out and call you. And God bless you, Brother Anthony. You're a man of your word. You're a man of your word. That's all I can tell you. God bless you, Sister Mara. Thank you so much for coming by. Always good to see that area code. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My good friend, Rose Brown. I know Rose Brown looks like 100 years. <laughs> Orange Park. Yes, yes. And I uh, thank God for you being here today. I think I saw you yesterday too, Wicked. God bless you over there, Sister Andrea Spinner and Sister Rita and uh, Irene. God bless you this morning. Thank God for each of you. So, look, I'm going to pray out today. Sister Jerry in the house. God bless you and thank you, Sister Jerry. And uh, Pastor Sarah Duncan. Yeah, Lord, that would break that tear house up. Now, I'm telling you. Yes, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the women of God, the true women of God. Thank you today, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, I feel so all right this morning. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for all that has been said and done. We thank you for your word today. For every day, your word is a lamp unto our feet. Father, it's a light unto our path. Every word of God, Lord, is pure, and you're shield unto them that put your put their trust in you. And Father, you're the only one we know that we can fully trust. We can tell you anything, God. We can come to you about anything. We can't do that with everybody. You are our all in all. And Father, without you, we can do nothing. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we give you praise this day. Thank you for 12 years of Jesus in the morning, faithfully, oh God, hallelujah. Thank you for the bishop. Ah, oh, thank you that God, you're carrying it out, hallelujah. I'm your vessel today. Thank you for every caller and every listener, each and every one in the studio today, oh God, this faithful few, ask that you would move upon them like never before, open doors, make ways, rain down blessings from heaven upon these your people. Father, I ask for uncommon blessings and miracles for them today. Those that are listening in the archives and the podcast, do the same for them today in the name of Jesus. Anyone come to spectate, anyone come not to be a blessing, bless them, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you. Hallelujah. We give you our all today in Jesus' name. And as we depart this morning, bless our going out. Father, bless our coming in. Meet the need in our lives today, according to your riches and glory, by your son, Christ Jesus. Father, we ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen and hallelujah. May the Lord watch between me and thee while we are absent one from another in the name of Jesus. Go today in love and peace. Share the good news of Jesus and give someone something of quality. God loves a cheerful giver. 
Have a blessed day. I speak the blessings of Almighty God upon you today, August the 16th, 2022, in Jesus' name. So at this time, I'm going to say bye-bye and have a blessed day. And uh, we're going to do a double shot here. And uh, we pray the Lord bring us back tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I think tomorrow we're going to have a time in the Holy Ghost tomorrow. Hallelujah again. So God bless you. God bless you.
Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I wanted it, wanted it, wanted it. 